Welcome to episode 296 of the Deeper Christian Podcast. This is the podcast to help you study God's word, know Jesus intimately, and discover how you can build your life around Jesus Christ. I'm Nathan Johnson, and in today's episode, I want to talk about how God leads us. Let's dive in. In the last episode, episode number 295, I was talking about God's calling on our lives and the fact that we have a very distinct calling and that calling is the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'd encourage you to go back and listen to it because walking through Ephesians chapter four, verses one through three is such a rich meditation on what the Lord has called each of us to primarily himself. But I wanted to follow up that episode with another thought about, okay, well then how does God actually lead our lives? All right, Nathan, I understand Jesus is my primary calling, but how does God lead my life? If if I am truly seeking him, well, how how am I going to discern and know what God wants for me? Years ago, I was talking to a good friend and mentor, and I was just saying, all right, how do I discern the Lord's will in my life? How do I know how he's leading and directing my life. For example, let's say there's these two options. I I can go option A or I can go option B. How how do I know that God's going to lead me into one or the other? And this was such a great insight. This was such a grand nugget of truth of how to discern God's will. And he said, trust him. (laughs) Now, I realize that's not very practical. And i probably did the same thing that you're doing, which is kind of of like, okay, I get it. Yes. I need to trust Jesus, but, but how, how will I know? And here was the idea. He said, Nathan, do you recognize that if you are truly open and you are seeking Jesus, he will not let you miss it. He won't let you miss his will. In other words, if I'm truly open and seeking Christ, Jesus has a desire for me to know his will even more than I want to know his will. And therefore, if I am seeking, if I am searching, if I am longing for him and to obey and walk according to his commands, then he will not let me miss his purpose and his plan for my life. So therefore, I can rest, I can trust and and, and realize that God will lead my life well. And then he gave a second follow-up. He says, Nathan, do you realize that God knows how to speak your language? He knows how to speak in such a way that you can get it, that you can understand what he's saying. In other words, I I don't know Chinese, so God's not going to speak Chinese to me in order to direct me in his will. It's not like the teacher in Charlie Brown where it's like that wah, 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 and you're just like, what? I didn't catch it. What? What? Lord, what was that? He's like, well, sorry, that was your one chance. <laughs> you know, that, that's not how God leads. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. that he will give light for the next step. Now, we are called to walk in obedience. And please understand, God has given us a richness of wisdom in his word. And so he's not going to command us or tell us to do something that he's already told us what to do in his word. 
So we can take the wisdom of God's word and practically just live it out and apply it. That God has given us wisdom for the days in which we live. That God has given us wisdom and he will steer the course as we walk forward. However, there's a great promise that if I would just trust, if I would lean upon him, if I would seek his face, then he knows how to speak in such a way that I just get it. That he knows my personality. He knows my quirks. He knows how he has made me. And therefore, he can speak into that and be able to communicate in such a way that I get it. Now, I've never received booming voices, nor fire in a bush or a big neon sign in the sky. And yet God will speak and impress himself upon me. I've I've heard a great illustration before of, have you ever seen one of those like kid toys? It's like a bunch of nails with the sharp ends cut off and you can like stick your hand in it. And on the other side, you see the impression of that hand. And it doesn't look like the hand, but when you see that little toy, you go, oh, I, I see that impression. I know that's a hand. And a lot of times that's how it feels like that the spirit of God moves in our lives where he'll press something and it's like, well, I get an impression and you get this sense and you, as you walk in it, you begin to realize, oh, God is speaking. So yes, God has clearly spoken through his word, but do you realize that he also can take that word and impress himself upon you and literally give you insight and wisdom for how to walk, for how to live out the calling with which you've been called. That being said, I looked at my mentor and I said, okay, I get that. Sounds like a great idea. But I, I got to ask, like, what if what if God doesn't make it clear? And here's something interesting. There's two ideas. One, he said, isn't it interesting how oftentimes we will go after the will of God more than God himself? In other words, we're, we're more interested in getting something from God rather than getting God himself. And what is amazing is if, if I would diligently go after God, if, if I would just seek him, then I will get his will. But what's interesting is if I fixate on the will and trying to get something from him, there is a good chance that I will miss Jesus in that process. So can I encourage you, rather than going after the will, rather than going after something from God, go after God himself. Seek his face. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. That, that, that we are to diligently seek after him, as a writer of Hebrews tells us, and that we are rewarded for that seeking. And again, the reward is that which we seek, which is God himself. So even more than God's will, would you seek after the Lord? And as you seek after him, as you, as you pursue Christ, he won't let you miss it. But hypothetically, let's say there are two options and God hasn't made it clear and you, you're you unsure about where God's leading you. I, I asked my mentor, I says, okay, well, then what do I pick? And he gave me this brilliant thought. He goes, well, then just pick. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, you're killing me. Because it's like, well, I want clarity. I want the system. Give me the secret. And he's like, it's God doesn't give that. God wants us to trust and walk in faith and dependency. But if God hasn't made it clear, if God hasn't given clarity into the direction of where we should go, well, then he says, well, based on the passions and and what God's been stirring in you and where you feel like God's moving you, well, then pick one. God can use it. And here's something interesting I found over the years is if, if I begin to take steps forward, 
God will make it clear. In other words, if I'm, if I'm humble, if I'm seeking his face, more often than not, he, he will impress upon me the direction I'm supposed to go. But in the cases where I don't have any clarity and I just say, okay, Lord, I've got a deadline. I have to make a decision. And the moment I begin to take a step forward, I almost know instantly whether that's the direction I should be going. Because one of the ways that God communicates with me personally is through peace. And if I begin to take steps forward and I'm at overwhelming peace, I'll keep walking. But if immediately I feel like I'm closed down and I've, I've tried to say it over the years and it never comes out really well, <laughs> but one of the ways I've tried to describe it is like, if, if I'm walking in the direction that I'm not supposed to go, I feel like I'm in this cage or in a box and the walls are pressing closer and closer. And I'm getting squeezed and I feel like I'm about to die. And I, I don't know how to describe it well, <laughs> obviously, but it is a lack of peace. And I know this is not the direction. And so I, okay, Lord, thank you. Uh, I'll course correct. And, and here's what's beautiful. Even if you make the wrong decision, say, say out of, out of the innocence of your heart, you're making the best decisions, you know, out of the wisdom that God has given you and say, you do go in the wrong direction. Do you realize that God is so good that, that his will is so profound that he is so sovereign that he can use even that to steer you in the direction that he wants you to go. So could you rest? Could you trust? Could, could you trust in his provision that he will lead and guide you in the paths that he wants you to go and these paths of righteousness for his name's sake. So I don't have to have it all figured out. In fact, one of the illustrations that I've used over the years is this idea of walking backwards that I feel like I'm walking backwards into the will of God. Now I know for some people that God gives immense clarity, like a big spotlight down the path. And they're like, okay, I know I'm supposed to be like a missionary in this country to this people group, or I'm called to be, a teacher to this school and in, in this state or whatever. I, I don't feel like I've ever had that kind of clarity where there's this big spotlight and I can see 10 years down the road. I trust me, I have wanted it. <laughs> in fact, I think the reason God doesn't give that to me is because I would want to control it. I, I would want to close fist it so tightly that I'd be like, okay, God, thank you for the clarity. I know how to get there. I'm going to start running. And God's like, no, 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 Nathan, I want you to trust I want you to walk by faith and God will always lead us by faith in dependency. And so I love this idea that it feels like I'm walking backwards into the will of God and I'm picking up my foot and I have just enough light to plant it one spot in one step. And it's like, God is picking my foot up and he's steering my path. Now I, I can see things in my peripheral. I, I, I've got guesses of where he's leading me. I've got passions that he has placed on my heart. I've got these burdens that I feel like he's growing in me. So I've got guesses of where he's pulling me. But what's amazing to me is while I can't see where he's taking me, I can see what, where he has brought me from. And in other words, I can look back at my life since I'm walking backwards and say, oh, I, I see that I've got this degree over here and had this experience. And man, I really fell into sin over here, but man, I had this experience here and I'm recognizing that God through the good, the bad, and the ugly is leveraging all of that for his purpose and his plan. As he says in Romans 8, 28, that, that he's leveraging all of this to bring me to where I am now. And he's steering me using all of this now in my life to take me where he's bringing me. 
And there is, even though I'm such a control freak, even though I'm one of those guys that used to in high school, I would have had my three, my five, my 10, my 20 year plans. I knew where I was going, man. I, I had, I had it all figured out, but when God says, Hey, Nathan, can, can I, can I lead your life? And I was like, well, yeah, you could lead my life as long as I can control it, you know, <laughs> which that doesn't work. And when I finally surrendered my life, I felt like God kind of turned me around and said, okay, let's walk backwards. And, and I, over the years, now that it's been, I don't know, a couple of decades, it has been such a beautiful journey to recognize that I have no idea where I'm going. I have no idea where I'm going to be in five or 10 years, but I can trust my God. And I know that he is leveraging all things for his purpose and his plan, for his good in my life, that, that I am so dumbstruck by the fact that even the chaos of my life, even those moments where I fell into sin, even those moments where I made bad decisions, God is leveraging even those for good. He's taking those and leveraging it in my life in such a way where it's now becoming a blessing and an encouragement and exhortation to the people around me. God doesn't waste anything in our lives. So I can walk and trust in faith and dependency with great hope because I know who is leading my life. So can I remind you, God knows your language. God knows how to speak in such a way that he can lead your life. The question is, will you trust him? Will you pick up your foot and trust that the little bit of light that you have is sufficient and if you would walk in obedience, if you would just walk and seek after him, what you will find is that he will steer your life in directions that perhaps you may have never guessed. And yet you'll realize it is so good. And ultimately, our lives should be for his glory, honor, praise, and renown. That it should be a declaration that we have the God of the universe living inside of us and it wouldn't be incredible that when the world looked at your life, they are awestruck, not by you and your talent and, and your ability and, wow, look at what you can pull off, but they're saying, wow, look at your God. One final thought. One of the things that's really encouraged me over the years about seeking God's face and knowing his will is realizing that God will often lead us into greater waters that demand greater dependence upon him. That same mentor once said that God will often call us into places that are hard, <laughs> places that demand trust, faith, and dependency. And he says, if you come up to me and you say, oh, I feel like God's calling me over here. He says, okay, I'm going to ask you, can you do it? And if you say, yes, I, I feel like I can pull this off. He says, well, then I don't think God's calling you there. But if you come up to me and say, man, I, I feel like this is where God's calling me. And I ask you, can you do it? And you say, there is no way. There is no possibility. I, I am so inadequate for this. He says, well, then there's a good chance that God could be calling you there because God leads us into deeper and deeper waters that demand faith and trust and dependency. So if you feel a little in over your head, if you feel like, oh no, I'm about to drown, that's actually not a bad place to be because it forces greater faith and dependency upon our Lord and Savior. Again, would you go after him not for what he can give you, not so that you can know his will. Would you go after Jesus Christ to know Jesus and trust that in the pursuit of Christ, that he will lead and guide your life? He is a good shepherd. He is a good Lord and master and good shepherds and good Lords always provide direction. 
Well, again, if you haven't listened to the last episode, as we're talking about God's calling in your life, I'd highly encourage you to do that. And thank you, as always, for listening to the Deeper Christian Podcast. The fact that you listen, I don't take that for granted. So it has been a rich blessing to just walk this journey as we pursue Christ together. Well, for show notes of this episode, please visit deeperchristian.com forward slash 296 for episode 296. And until next time, know I'm cheering you on and praying for you as you continue to build your life around Jesus Christ.